Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, final song. Are you ready? Are you ready to listen to yourself? Do you, not, do you mind listening to yourself? No, I don't mind. You don't mind? That's good. I'll try and be an objective judge. When I used to, I used to do breakfast radio and my least favourite thing was when we'd... I loved it when we had bands in. Yeah. But I hated it when they would sit right opposite me and have to play because I felt awkward, they felt awkward. Oh, yeah, it's the audience of one, it's yeah. tough. So we would have... We had the two studios at Triple R, so I'd get them to... We'd get, oh, go and perform the other and we'll have the engineer in there. And that's how we got away with it. And it wasn't because we didn't want them in the studio. It's just, it it is. just felt it's weird. It's like, what do you do with your own face? Yeah. All right, here we go. Final song. Frente. Their cover of the New Order classic, Bizarre Love Triangle. Every time I think of you, I get a shot right through into a bolt of blue. It's no problem of mine, but it's a problem I find Living a life that I can't leave behind There's no sense in telling me The wisdom of a fool won't set you free But that's the way that it goes and it's what nobody knows And every day my confusion grows Every time I see you falling I get down on my knees and pray I'm waiting for that final moment You say the words that I can't say There you go. Yeah. I can only play 40% of the song, yeah, so good. I cut it short. Good. I've never noticed that breath in there before. That's interesting. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this song then. Yeah. You know more about this song than I do. I had all the facts on the other ones. This is this is your time to shine now. Yeah, well, she's super young. I can hear that. When you look back at that, do you, like, remember where you were when recording all that kind of stuff? Is all that yeah. kind of stuff some flooding back? Yeah, I always have that with songs, like where you wrote them or where you recorded it, just a clear picture. It's like a photo. I want to ask this as well. Okay, so uh, when you write a song and you know, do you know straight away this is going to be a good song? Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know when it's not as well. What do you do afterwards? After you've written a song that you're like, this is, this is a great song, then what do you do? Because I think this would be a fascinating documentary yeah. on asking a bunch of musicians who have written, like, massive songs. So get Noel Gallagher. What did you do after you wrote Wonderwall? Yeah. What was your day like after that? It's such a high. It's, it's, you don't know what to do with yourself after yeah. that. Yeah. But I think, you know, the further along you go, because the music industry fu- is fucked, yeah. um, you write a song that you think's really great and it's a bit it feels a bit defeating right away because you're like well so what <laughs> i think we share similar views in both the comedy industry and the music industry you kind of when you're doing well for me anyway i feel when i'm doing my best work i've been aged out it's like like people don't care like it's and for what music, am i going to do with this anyway yeah and for i i would say women in the music industry it's like that times 100 yeah yeah yeah, that's becoming clearer now, though, so it's a pretty interesting time. I feel like I'm having a bit of a 
bit of a day right now. It's 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 nice being a fifty year old woman. I'm actually um, in a percentage of people that are getting some attention paid to them at the yep. moment, which yeah. is you know better late than never. Yeah. All right. So this was not included on Marvin until the inter- international release. Correct. Okay. What uh, what made you record this then? Um, we needed some songs for our B-sides, so we recorded like about eight songs in one day. I can't remember what the other people yep. asked. So what were the songs? I've got no recollection. So we had a little, you know, stash of songs if we needed them. So we, we chucked that one on the back of the Labour of Love single because yep. we needed a B-side. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we love New Order. Just came up with a really sparse version of it and... Um, and recorded a few more it's one the, the same way. One of the first songs I learned to play this, your, your version of it as well. Oh, no way. So, I, yeah. I got, like, when I was 18, 19, that's when I started learning guitar. So C, F and G, I think it's, I think that's what the chords are, but it's it's fun. You can go off the guitar and then go back up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's a nice, simple, cyclical song. Yep. So this was, uh, was this was this the song they used on Melrose Place? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? You don't yeah. know that kind of stuff? Oh, I, I don't. I, I'm not very good at um, retaining facts, even my own facts. Yeah. So that's one of my superpowers is having zero data. Yeah. Well, this did well in the Triple J Hottest 100 as well. It did, Got, yes. Made, made the, was it your highest rating or highest ranking Yeah, I song? think it probably was. And I yeah. think it had a bit of a, a repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when it was on the, the bonus one then, Okay, so where was it in the running order? Did you have a say then? Because like, obviously when you record an album, you go, right, this is the track listing, yeah. this flows. When they added extra track, does it just get tacked on the end or does it go in the album in a certain Yeah, I think we just point? tacked them on the end. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to call you and say, no, they didn't. <laughs> so this time for the band, it would have been, was it lots and lots of fun? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. The the recording of the album was amazing because that was a first, and I was on that that thing you're talking about, such a high. Yeah. Because it's it when you do an album, I don't know if it's the same for you when you're writing a show and putting it together. The completion of it before you've ever performed it or released it is the best moment ever in your life. I yeah, I agree. I think uh, in ours it's different because we kind of rehearse in front of an audience. Okay. So that moment where I'm going up with new material, I I hate it. I love mm. writing it, mm. then I hate having to perform it. I but when it works, too. that's the best feeling. That yeah. that moment, oh, this is... Because, like, it's different. I was talking to Kevin Mitchell about this as well. So he was like, he goes, bad songs don't even get to the audience. Whereas bad jokes, I need the audience to let me know if they're bad jokes or not. He goes, the bandmates will tell me if it's not a good song. And they won't tell me it's bad. They just go, oh, it's, yeah. yeah, maybe that's one for your solo. Because your craft is interactive in that way. We're quite isolated. In, in, in that regard, like we make that decision and once you've released it, it goes out and you don't actually get to see people's reaction to it. Yeah. Until you, like you, you often play the songs live later. Yes. Well, this, this song, I was looking at the YouTube comments and people are saying this was their wedding song. People have walked down the aisle to this song. Does that, like, does that, obviously it makes you feel good, but is yeah. that what you imagined when you write a song or like perform a song that this could be someone's special song? Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah I can't, you can't think about anybody else when you're doing that thing. You've got to really keep it in your own pocket. Otherwise, yeah, as soon as you let the audience into your head, you start writing weird 
not you stuff. Yeah, see, because Sharon Van Etten on Song Exploder said she was doing her song, um, oh no, St. Vincent, sorry, on Song Exploder was doing her song New York and she said when she finished writing that, she finished and was like, this could be someone's favourite song and she'd never had that feeling before. Yeah, right. Do you have certain moments like that and go, this is, I've done it here, it's all wrapped up, it's all, it all flows and it's, it's perfect? There's definitely that feeling. You know when it's working. And yep. it is, it, it's, there's some sense that you have that it's, it's spidey senses. You just go, oh, this yep. is, it's exactly how better than I imagined, you know. Now, definitely. another thing I want to talk about this is, like we kind of broached it earlier, with the sexism of the music industry at the time, mm. did you have backlash of doing a New Order song? Was there anyone going, oh, this is not the original, it's not this, and it's whatever it yeah. is? No. Oh, I that's good. Yeah, I don't think we did, yeah. We were, not that I heard of, yeah. So we were quite lucky there, and I think it's so different that it's just two different worlds. Yeah. Yep. And the last thing I want to ask about, because this has come up a few times, and I've defended you, can I just say this on the record, you can go back and listen to them. <laughs> now, this is already my favourite thing when a friend comes up and says, I defended you today, so you already know someone said something bad about you. Well, they didn't say, like... <laughs> So we've talked about it a lot because we had the sh- we've talked about the sharp and we've talked about things of stone and wood and these are three yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and these are the three bands the, yeah, the parody. parody songs and I you know the late show was influential with me but you look at that and go that it was it was mean do you feel it was mean or were you like oh it's it's a joke and it's kind of like I get the joke I get the joke now yeah yeah so but I was really young so well that's why me, I think it was mean yeah I I was still kind of forming my sense of self but you know fame's mean like it's making music is really fun and being in a band is awesome and I don't think I even thought about putting it out for people or what might happen after that yeah and you're not prepared for that stuff so I think the fame side of it is just odd and it's not good do you see anyone do very well in in that scenario it's just it's harsh no there's there's only one person I know who fame settled them that's yeah they were like after they got they got what they wanted before that they were so a bundle of this energy and ego and then they got the fame and it was like oh now I can relax and yeah that was, okay that was the everyone else I know who's hit fame goes through a weird period and I, I was probably the same yeah. I, when I hosted a TV show that I had like two months of oh this is before it was out when it was out I really was back down to earth and go all right this is this is the reality like my life doesn't change I can yeah. still do everything I, I was doing before. But for those two months, I'm going, oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Oh, this will yeah. be, this will be exciting. Um, oh, also, because um, I was listening to an interview with the, the drummer from The Sharp who he said he wants to do a, a show, Frente, Things of Stone and Wood, and The Sharp and do there. Because he said Skivvies Are Back, which was a parody of their yeah, um, yep. Scratch My Back, um, has more views on YouTube than the actual song does. And so he's like, wow. we will do the cover, we will do the parody version. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 